Mm, cool vibe checks. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, this shit's back again. <laughs> yeah, why not? Bring it back. <laughs> uh, hello, Dale. How's it going? I'm all right. I yeah. am. So I'm not telling you. I am Simon Cardi. <laughs> Did you know that? No. Have you missed my voice? No, I hear you every day. What are you talking about? That's uh, fair. You'd have to be pretty weird to enjoy my voice, I imagine. Jesse, uh, what do you? Uh, I mean, what are you doing? You you doing well? <laughs> this is such a great start to the podcast. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good. Uh. Um, well, do you know what? Uh, do you know it's good because recording this on a Friday morning. I had a little Friday morning treat for breakfast. I had a yum yum. For breakfast, <laughs> yeah, I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna have a sugary treat That's for breakfast. Insane, it is. But do you know what? A yum yum is—is is it the superior donut form? No. I think so. It's, uh, it's the you get the like the the tight layered. It's, texture. it's on the knife's edge of just uh, going over to being the superior donut. I'm, I prefer I'm it a, to like a ringed donut. I'm a donut ball guy. Donut balls. Ball, as in like, look, look with like jam in the middle, or just. Uh, of There's, um, my local co-op do these like freshly baked little dough balls, uh, donut balls, Ooh. and they have like a strawberry coating on them with sprinkles on and stuff. Oh, that sounds good. They are good. <laughs> I do like, remember when we went to Montreal and I did, I did go mad on the Timbits. Yeah, they Tim were good. good as well. You know, they've yeah. got um, Tim Hortons in the UK now, haven't they? Have they? They've got a few dotted around. What a yeah. great place to live. My friend who, who lives yeah. in Nuneaton near Coventry, he was like, I'm Ooh. going to Tim Hortons. I was like, how do you know about Tim Hortons? The big <laughs> Nuneaton <laughs> Tim Hortons. Yeah. It's like the other week when I said, uh, I don't know if we have Ducking and Donuts in the UK. We do. It's just like, it's weird. There's one in London. But then I looked on the map of UK locations. There's like two, three dozen in like the Midlands and the North. It's just like we have one below Birmingham. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, bizarre, it's really weird. It? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bring, I don't, I don't need Dunkin' Donuts in my life regularly anyway. Um, should we talk about something that is, <laughs> isn't, isn't donut related? I don't know. Uh, I'm here with two donuts. How you, <laughs> how, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been sound, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get to the stuff we're going to talk about? Yeah, let's do that. Um, podcast? Oh, we're kind of making up as we go along, if you Jesus can't tell. Uh, there was a Capcom stream last night. We go, were going to lean heavily on that, but there wasn't a lot there, was it? Let's be honest. No. But we'll, we'll have a brief chat about it. Uh, new Mario trailer. We'll talk about that. Looks good, if you ask me. Um, then I'm going to jump on the bandwagon of talking about games that uh, I think we've recently been getting feedback on, like games you... Uh, almost like ate your humble pie on or have given a second chance to and you've been proven wrong. Uh, so I've got one of those coming up. I'll tease what it is uh, with that. But the main feature we're going to talk about today is because there's a new Scream film coming out. Uh, we haven't actually seen it, so we can't tell you if it's good. But it sounds like it's good if you enjoyed the last one, uh, which I did quite a bit. Yeah. But the whole idea of the Scream films, you know, is playing on the history of horror movies, kind of taking lots of elements from other horror movies and building them into into the Scream franchise. So we're going to bring back the Build a Workshop, but this time it's a film one. We're going to build our own horror movies, taking elements from bits of other horror movies. We'll get onto that. That's the crux. That's the meat of the episode. First, we've got the top of the pastry to contend with, <laughs> which talking? is the stuff I mentioned already. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ, more like. Um, when you said meat, I wasn't sure if you were going to go with a pie situation or you were going to go with, I don't know, it could have been a sandwich. Could have been sandwich, anything. yeah, it could have been a sandwich. I was going with the pie. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know why. It's cold. Maybe I've got hot pie on the mind. Oh, <laughs> Do you ever have hot pie on the mind, Jesse? I don't like the way you say that. <laughs> hot pie? Yeah, What's wrong with me. hot pie? I don't know. This doesn't sound right. When I say the words hot pie, what sort of pie do you think of? Just a disgusting sort of mess. You what? think of a meat pie or like an apple pie? or a... It's definitely like meat, like Resident Evil 7-esque looking pie. In the way well, it's, it's funny you mention Resident <laughs> Evil. Let's talk about Resident <laughs> Evil 4 Remake. Um, we didn't really learn much new, did we, apart from you're lucky enough to play a demo of it now if you want, which is, mm-hmm. from what we've seen, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I know, Del, this is like the same section you basically played for preview a few months ago, I think. Yeah, it's essentially exactly, what, the first, it's literally exactly the same. The first 15 minutes of the game, isn't it? So you're going into the village and you have the ambush, basically, isn't it? Yeah, you've got about um, five to ten minutes of exploring the village, but it's quite sort of linear at that stage, sort of guiding you through. Um, that's where you get to see the dog, the dead dog on the floor. <laughs> Uh, that you in the in the original game that you got to save dog release him from the bear trap uh but then yes you enter the village uh you can enter it uh cautiously if you like you can start stealthing around and try Why and take you out- do that because you can take out a few of them before the waves start coming uh but inevitably it's impossible i tried it's impossible to like stealthy way through that entire thing you have to trigger <laughs> you have to trigger the waves and yeah then you've got as you know from the first game Waves with a chainsaw man, Doctor. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Salvador. Salvador, Doctor Salvador. Yeah, uh, coming at you with his chainsaw, and then you've just got to survive until the bells mm-hmm. go off, and then Leon refers uh, implies that everyone's going to bingo. Well, exactly. <laughs> I, I do love that the bingo lines too. And there yeah. is, I like that it's still keeping that cheesiness that it hasn't tried mm-hmm. to go too serious yeah. with it because. This is a mad Resident Evil game. If you tried to go too serious with all of this, like it would work. I don't yeah, think. just, so I'm just glad based on all the trailers, there still seems to be a shit ton of just cheesy moments and mm-hmm. stuff. Like you've got like the sort of Indiana Jones cart ride that they've shown in the trailers now and mm-hmm. stuff. It just looks silly. Well, we, we saw in the in the la- the latest round of uh, previews, there was clips of um, of Salazar as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Still like looking mad as ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not but yeah, like, I think looking creep. I did see that people saying he looked a bit like Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Gross. I can't wait to kill him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one thing I didn't know, I haven't, like I said, I haven't had a chance to play the demo yet because uh, I was too busy eating yum yums. Um, but uh, <laughs> I have, I have watched the 15 minutes through and the one thing that did jump out to me, I think you mentioned it before, Dale, is this was like, two or three times the amount of enemies on screen mm. like yeah. they've they've lent they seem to have lent even further into the action side of Resi with this I, th- I remember when uh my thoughts on when i played it previously in, in october so it's quite a while ago now when i played it but yeah. i remember at the time thinking about how everything feels like modern and expansive but also it felt more claustrophobic as well like definitely all the gaps between the buildings and the spaces you have to weave felt tighter. And I think largely that is probably down to just the volume of enemies. Like you cannot turn around in that mm. village without someone being right in front of you. Like it's it's constant. I mean, that's what they're going for, right? The onslaught, yeah. the the unescapable sort of threat going on there. But yeah, it's um but they've also they they you now have a parry maneuver, which you didn't have it in the It does look like a good parry. Oh yeah. And I mean, not only can you just parry like forks and throwing axes, you can parry chainsaws as well. Like, <laughs> Which it's, is a, mad. it's an incredible Whoa. knife. He <laughs> yeah. actually uh, shuts down the chainsaw as well for a few seconds. It's that's like, crazy. Dr. Salvador must be like, what is that knife? Like, where can I get one of those fucking Valerian steel knives that he's got? Are you pleased with you? I mean, you are a big, you know, I would say, you know, when I think of Resi, I do think of you too. 
gentlemen, mm. uh, especially you, Jesse. Like, are you are you happy with what you're seeing so far? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I've been playing, been replaying Resident Evil Four for like how long has it been out now? Like fifteen years or something. It's like a yearly play. Eighteen years now. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it's like a yearly play for me, and I know that game like the back of my hand. And and to think that I'm gonna be able to play Resident Evil Four. Sort of like for the first time again, just like everything remixed in a just comfortable and exciting new way, just based on, like you said, the like 15 or 17 minutes we've got on the channel from the demo. It just It just looks good. Everything looks way more You can intense. walk while you aim as well. I know, it's the future's here. And that's what it looks like. Resident Evil 4 still plays so well for a game that, you know, came out in 2005. I don't think it does. But oh, well, we that's that point, dead in the water. But, um, <laughs> It's just the remake itself looks wicked. It's like the Ganadas can like place traps down themselves now. They work more in groups and stuff. And like you said, every, like they're all throwing axes all at you, chasing you down. There's more like environmental mm-hmm. stuff, like being able to, I don't know, put the cow on fire in the little yeah. barn and have it charge at enemies. It just you can it looks weaponize, metal what they've weaponize done. Weaponize cows. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah more games need was, to do that. When they had the whiteboard out and they're like, how do we remake Resident Evil 4? Right at the top, like, underlined <laughs> with stars cows. around it, it says weaponize cows. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing, a, they're doing a, a grand job there. It's, it's weird because when they started this remake trend, yeah. um, I was like, they go, clearly they do two, clearly they do three. Maybe I was hopeful they would do Code Veronica. That obviously hasn't come together yet. Mm. Um, but I thought, oh, they'll probably stop by the time they get to four because that's when they meet the modern games, yeah. right? Mm. And then when they announced they're doing four, I was like, what's the point in that? We don't need it. I couldn't be more wrong. Like, I'm so happy with what I've seen so far of like how this thing has been like modernized. And you, you yeah. don't, it's one of those where you don't realize, like it's a bit like a Dead Space remake as well. Like you don't really realize it needs doing or you want it until you actually experience it and mm. then realize, okay, yeah. It is longer than I think. Eighteen years is a lot longer in game development (laughs) time than you think. You know, honestly, just based on how the game looks, like I'm convinced they're going to do, you know, Resident Evil Five remake. I'll be happy with a friggin' Resident Evil Six remake. Yeah, (laughs) I I would love a six remake if and they could make it good this time. That would be yeah, that that would be yeah, that'd be actually justify the remake, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, sounds like it sounds like it's probably only what. Is it two weeks away now? Two weeks so, yeah. yeah, two weeks today, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Ooh, there we go. I'll be away when it comes out, but I think I'm gonna I'm looking forward to getting back into it. I'm not gonna rush through it. It's not like you know, I know the story, no one's gonna surprise me. I'll yeah. probably snack on it over the over a few weeks. I mean it's um like if it's like the original game, it's all like structured in chapters as well, so it's mm, perfectly yeah. s- a snackable bike. It's considerably right? longer as well, and it? it's probably about twenty hours. Yeah, the original, yeah, 15 to 20 hours, yeah. So if it's, ev- assuming everything's the same in terms of, like, time-wise and chapters yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, nice. Good stuff. Um, what else is there at the Capcom? There's a lot of stuff we already kind of knew about. A lot of stuff not interesting. I am actually looking forward to playing Ghost Trick for the first time. Uh, mm. I've never played it, so that game I do like it. does slap, so game. it would be nice to see it getting a re-release. Yeah, I'm going to get on that. Um, Exo Primal looks mad. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look at the trailer. I just, I can tell already just by Dale's face, and actually just from out even seeing his face, just looking at the trailer, he's going, nah. I watched the trailer and I was just like, so what the fuck's going on? Like, yeah. just- Exo Primal, what is a big old action game <laughs> with dinosaurs? <laughs> it's not Dino Crisis, despite being produced, but I, I think the producer of Dino Crisis, what is involved? Yeah, and having one of the characters look exactly like the main character from yeah. Dino Crisis. But we can ignore that. Don't you just want to like sci-fi shoot loads of dinosaurs, Dale? 
I'd want to. I like dinosaurs. I'd want to shoot dinosaurs. <laughs> like, but without the bloody mech crap going on, yeah. that's what I'm not into. And so you just want an AK and some dinosaurs. Well, you just want to them. Honestly, yeah. remake Dino Crisis. I'd be up for that. Yeah, I would definitely be up for that. But the I like the idea of fighting waves of dinosaurs, although it's you know it's a bit ridiculous. But the yeah the the exo suit start mm-hmm. stuff, all that, just, all those details, and all the way the characters are talking to each other yeah, it's and bad. interacting, the story idea, I was just like, this is just too silly for me. Yeah. I think weird. an element that people have forgotten as well. It's not like just a PVE kind of co-op experience. Like you're going to be fighting other players in this game as well. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's like it's a. It's, I think it's like two teams and stuff, and and you're sort of like fighting over objectives and like that whole PVPX aspect for a game like this just completely puts me off it's like the least interesting thing to do in a dinosaur fighting game is to not fight the dinosaurs and fight mechs so the dinosaurs just like cannon fodder then they're kind of like the i'm trying to think what's the equivalent i suppose it's a bit like hunt showdown where the monsters are there and they're trying to attack players I just, but like you're ultimately against other players. I also feel well. like it devalues dinosaurs to a certain degree. <laughs> Stop devaluing dinosaurs. Yeah, but the fact that you see Respect like our dinosaurs. 50 velociraptors in like one wave coming towards you. It's like one of them should be bad enough. Do we yeah. need to like handle 50 of them at once? You, you and know the thing what? is like I love Triceratops. They're like to me they're always like the cow of the dinosaur kingdom. Like they've got kind eyes. They're not hurting Can you anymore. weaponize them though? Uh, That's tries, true. Uh, I don't know. There's Probably. definitely going to be mean, like to... mech dinosaurs yeah, and stuff could... as well, mini guns yeah, and lasers. I don't lasers. want to kill a triceratops. You could like, weaponize they're, they're a triceratops. <laughs> mm. You know Do what? Do you have though? a favorite dinosaur? Did you ask me what my favourite dinosaur is? What are we? I like fucking it. nursery. Right I now. do like triceratops. <laughs> to be fair, that is my that is my choice. Uh, um, I'll never really give it <laughs> any great thought. To be honest, Jesus. The good thing is though, it's coming on Game Pass. Barney. Uh, <laughs> but that's Spinosaurus that, that's pretty cool yeah alright <laughs> unbelievable you're like B tier B tier yeah it's alright it's alright uh, I wouldn't shoot one <laughs> Jesse what's your favourite I don't fucking have one what? Listeners, write in IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. What is your favourite dinosaur? <laughs> also, what's your favourite colour as well? Let's do that. <laughs> and if you could have a colour in it, like purple dinosaur for Barney, is that like, you know, is that the perfect Jesus combination? Uh, uh, what podcast? are we talking about? <laughs> oh. um, you know what else has dinosaurs? Mario. There you go. Wow. Why are you doing Amazing. this? I'm not done talking about it so primal yet. <laughs> yeah. Wait your oh, turn. Fuck that game. <laughs> um, when it does it come like, out? It when could be fun. Comes out in July, I believe. Yeah. There's a, I think next weekend there's a, a beta. Yeah, uh, it's it's like at the a, same time as the Diablo beta. Mm, so it's, it's like an open network time. test. But it's, it's coming yeah. to Game Pass. So when it drops, just download it. Like No one's going to actually buy this game, I think. Well, I'm sure some people will. Uh, I mean, very yeah. few. I don't think people, it's going to do too well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It looks like, like you said, it probably is a good game cast game if you want just a bit of silly fun. Yeah. It's not taking itself too seriously, is it? Um, but yeah. So I'm just looking, yeah, the main mode in the game is Dino Survival, where two teams of five race against each other to complete the objectives set by. So you're basically, yeah, trying to kill lots of dinosaurs and do objectives while also fighting against another team. I just want to fight mechs. It's just like... Ugh. I don't know. I think it's still largely dinosaur killing, if I'm yeah. honest, from what I've seen. Um, I want to ride a dinosaur. That would make the game instantly better. 
Well, I mean, maybe you do later on. Yeah, it could know. easily happen. You could see that happening. Also, probably robot dinosaurs at some point towards the end of the game, maybe. <laughs> like, why not? Like, they're just doing it. It's weird enough. Just, yeah. Just be weird with it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to now segue to the Mario trailer uh, by doing it. Very clumsy like that. Uh, every time we see something new of this film, I'm sold even more. Yeah. I think it looks brilliant. And genuinely... The jokes at the start of this latest trailer were funny. I was yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. this will actually be quite funny." <laughs> I am so oh, this this. I honestly believe this is like my most excited film of the year. Like anytime, <laughs> I, any any time when we're in the cinema and I see a trailer for it, I always like nudge my wife, like, "Yeah, I'm so excited for this." So excited. <laughs> I, I, I know, I laugh, but yeah, I generally really do want to see it. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's just nailing it. Like mm-hmm. the Mario Kart stuff looks looks very good as well. Yeah, I like, I, like, I like the part when Mario like, fucking you, kills one of the Coopers and then uses his corpse to kill his mate. It like, turns into <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road yeah. for like 30 seconds of that trailer. And also, no one was it. No, I think everyone would have been fine with this film not having a, an intense Mario Kart sequence. But the fact that they've put it in as well, like they're, they're just going for broke, aren't they? They're just getting yeah. everything in there. The fact that Donkey Kong's in there as well. It's like, exactly. this is the ultimate Mario film is what they're trying to do. And and yeah, like you said, it looks genuinely funny. The cast is incredible as well. Like it's such a good like level. I don't, yeah, I, I, I think I've said it before. I don't really have a problem with Chris Pratt no, doing the voice. No, not at all. I don't, it doesn't fine. bother me in the slightest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm big into it. Um, Yeah, I do like that whole, they kind of play on the joke of like uh it's Bowser doing the Goomba Cooper and then like the third one you're like because I always do that I'm like I don't yeah. remember what they're called because <laughs> like, no, no one knows what they're called but like uh, it's gonna it's gonna be what we're only a month away now less than that yeah. 5th of April and if you lived Whoa. in New York right now you could see Mario's boots because they have them just on Sorry. show they just recreated Mario's boots in Why the Nintendo boots? store New York boots show boots iconic does he wear boots I guess I guess that's like Mario's main weapons I guess this is boots. If you he think just has about some it. brown boots, I he suppose he jumps on people. Yeah, he stomps so on is... everything. So that's... like his hat would be better, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Or just like all or of his dungarees, or his overalls. I don't read dungarees. Or his, or musta- his mustache. That's what you want. Just Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like red boots, isn't it? Red plain boots. No, they're not <laughs> they're red brown? boots, mate. Or am I going mad? Yeah, yeah like they... brown little like I've... leather working boots. But I don't think that's the most yeah. interesting thing about Mario. Yeah. No, no one goes, I love his boots. <laughs> uh, yeah. I literally go. just flicking through the tray right now to see what his boots look like. <laughs> <laughs> brown boots. It's brown boots. It just, yeah, they're boots. just like little workman shoes, aren't they? Yeah. Are we sure someone hasn't just left their shoes on a pavement and someone's gone, this is a marketing campaign? Everyone, like, everyone's there taking photos, like doing Instagram selfies because yeah. they think it's a mad viral marketing campaign. There's, there's yeah. a nice picture of the boots. For you right. guys to Let see. Have a, yeah, Just, I'm gonna. That'll make, that'll make a fantastic thumbnail, actually. <laughs> Just Mario's boots. Mario's shoes are stepping into the Nintendo Store, New York. You can see that, but no, they haven't actually posted a picture of. They're right there, mate. That's from the film. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought like they're going to be selling them. It's lot so you can buy some <laughs> brown be boots. Too Fantastic. large to wear. I'm just going to wear some brown boots and go. Yeah, these are actually <laughs> memorabilia from the Mario movie. <laughs> <laughs> they are a bit like uh, Timberlands. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> sorry, <I'm, laughs> sorry, we're really hung up on this, but why his boots? <laughs> I just don't get it. Anyway, probably... which video game character has the best footwear? Right in uh, <laughs> on the feedback, Dot. Com. Right, I said I was going to talk about it. 
A game I've been eating humble pie on for a week now. Oh, God. Fuller, uh, and I'm not even a big pie fan, let me tell you that. But we are <laughs> into the meat of it now. Um, a little game came out about, what, three and a half years ago now. I gave it three hours. And I went, nah, not for me, not feeling it. <laughs> I'm now eight hours in. Most of the way through chapter three, which I have heard is the longest and most laborious. Once well, I'm through I that, that, I'm into the good stuff. And I'm already enjoying the not-so-good stuff, apparently. Death Stranding <laughs> is officially a good game. Well. Uh. <laughs> I'm saying it's officially a good... I don't know what it is. It's just really clicking with me this time around. Like, I got... Last time I played it, I got to what near the end of chapter two. So I played, like, is that four hours, five hours? I don't know, three, four hours. And I was like, I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't in yeah. the mood... I think I wanted something more action-y, something like keeping my attention, mm. and that wasn't doing it. That that is, this isn't that sort of game. This time, I don't, I'm just really into the mood of it, the vibe, the weirdness. I'm just kind of I wanted something more relaxing. I'm in a relaxing game mood at the moment. Anyway, started a new football manager save last night. Fiorentina, nice. if anyone's interested, signs nope. young Noah Okafor <laughs> from Red Bull Salzburg. No um, it's going well. Uh, drew two two of Inter in my first game. Anyway. I've also been playing lawn mowing simulator. Oh I've been God. having a wild week. Um, I got. I spent an hour and ten minutes last night uh, mowing a campsite. It was a big campsite. But I had to get Christ. the right. Mo- I had to get. I had to take out a loan so I can invest in the eco mower with a hundred and ten centimeter deck width. Why um, can't I just get to the point about how you seem to simulate? The life of a white man in his fifties. Yeah. <laughs> so you go lawnmower and simulator. You're big into like power wash simulator. Yeah, yeah. You're basically just playing really relaxing. You're basically playing parcel force simulator right now <laughs> and football manager simulator. When I'm trying to wind down before bed, an hour of lawn mowing whilst listening to a podcast, it like you know it helps you drift a bit. Um, Jesus but you know it's, maybe that's why Death Stranding hit me because that is basically Postman simulator, yeah, isn't, isn't it? it? It's yeah. FedEx sim, yeah. um, but with horrible ghosty things well it's Fed- um, it's fedex sim but also the you know there's the sort of the puzzle element of how the fuck do i get all this on my back yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i'm not gonna lie i've whacked it down too easy i'm just right. in it for in it for the vibe in it for the story not in it for the challenge um but yeah i'm just i don't know i'm really enjoying it i can't really put my finger on why it's clipped this time but mm. so when you put it onto easy obviously i assume that makes the enemies easier but does it make the act of like how much you can carry and stuff easier i don't know to be honest i haven't really looked. i just whacked yeah. it down and didn't really look back i don't know what <laughs> it's actually changed i haven't like been captured i haven't really come into much problem i think it makes it easier when you get like noticed by bts like yeah. you know when they, you're trying to shake them off i think mm. it just makes that a lot kinder you can shake them off pretty easily and stuff like that i literally like forgotten about the bt thing until you just said it and i just yeah. remember how much i hate that it do- <laughs> so. definitely makes the combat easier so like the first boss you know like um there's like big the big like whales basically the big like yeah. tentacle tar things it took like three grenades and it was done i was like right. cool okay. done like those are normally quite what from what i've seen it takes like 15 to 20 hits and they're quite, you know, long fights at times. I, I, Whereas that was just like, bang, 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 done, see ya. <laughs> I did enjoy a lot of the game when I was playing for it. I feel like I probably maybe put like maybe six hours into it and then it was just this massive section of just backtracking. That just sort of I think I'm on that just... bit. I'm on that bit now. Yeah. I will say, playing it three years ahead, I'm no, like a lot has been built for me. 
Like I'm having a good time. Oh, just yeah. like there's the lots of improvements. The like there's new worked. things. There's lots of new things added to make it easier. Like there's a yeah. new gun and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I'm just because when I played before, I hadn't even unlocked. I think I stopped just before you unlock the bike. So I'm okay. still just walking around. Whereas this time, I've been using it a lot. It's, it's like know. a 26 hour game though, and I sort of want to. Oh, it's just... way more than that. Oh Jesus Christ! I feel like I could get it done at that time just because oh, I'm just beelining it on easy. But... I remember when I played it, I. I... I'm pretty sure my like, final game hour end hour is like 40, 50 hours. Yeah. That's insane. I, to and I fair, didn't I, enjoy it, by the way. I was doing it for work. <laughs> I did not fall. want to be playing it. For I do think maybe that's part of the reason why. Like, I'm playing this game at my own pace, just like half an hour, do one delivery, go, yeah, that, I enjoyed that, and then not play it for a couple of days. Like, play at that sort of pace. I feel mm. like that. It's not a. I mean, it probably for some people is, but for me, it's not like a four hour sit down session yeah. game. Like,. But um, in that I'm case, just... you're going to be playing this game for years. No, I'll have it. I'll, I'll get through it. But um, I have heard after chap- chapter three is like the ma- like basically a third of the game. So once you get through that, like mm. skips along. Um, and I am genuinely, I've managed to avoid. And I know you know a lot of people don't think it is necessarily a great story, but I am intrigued by it, and I, I do love just the pure. You know, say what you want about Kojima. He has a, he goes for it. It's an individualist <laughs> vision, isn't it? Like no one else is doing that. So I do yeah. want to know what happens. I've managed to avoid up until this point knowing what happens. I can take good guesses at things that are going on, but you know, I'm oh. not. I know I'm not going to guess <laughs> exactly <laughs> what's going on in this. I've forgotten most of it yeah. to be yeah. honest. Like, and it's the reason kind I just wanted so silly that I, I just wanted to do it because I watched the Death Stranding two trailer when they revealed, and I was mm. like, this generally looks very cool. I, I, I had I, that exact same thought, but then I just looked at like just how long a playthrough was, and someone's like full game walkthrough is. 30 hours and I was like like I've put 100 hours into Persona 5 and that felt fun but like more than yeah. 6 or 8 hours of Death Strand and I couldn't handle so I don't know what I'm going to do with the sequel the annoying thing for me is it's got a days gone situation where the funnest part of the game for me was when you finish it uh, because like days gone it's that's when it unleashes the, uh, the, the big hordes the, and stuff the big hordes which was yeah, like, fun yeah. to manage and i remember on death stranding you can build like um zip line systems mm-hmm. but only like when you finish the game i think um and i remember having fun no, I like th- i think you can I, I think i'll be able to do that soon okay maybe, maybe they've changed it then or maybe i'm misremembering it but i i remember having fun like plotting my points like i need to get from here to here how can I build an intrinsic, like like a big zip line yeah, system yeah. that can go from one to other? And I, it was like, I was playing it like Minecraft at that point, I guess. I was like, <laughs> or a survival game where I was just trying to yeah. work a solve a puzzle. I, mean, that's I, the I don't parts know if I like I'm the most. Yeah, mm. I don't know if I'm just imagining what it was like when I first played it because I can't remember. Like, but it was just cool. Like on one delivery, I just did. I don't know if it was like this back in when it started, but there was literally a whole road built between two points of me. So I just drove the whole way there. Yeah. So that happens. And uh, when I remember when I was playing it, there was always like a few bits of road and construction, but I was having to build a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but I was playing it pre-release as well. So obviously imagine now, yeah, you, you're just, you're just pumped into an instance. Right. And then, but yeah, most of these are probably, yeah, people who play the yeah. game every now and again and like have built all this stuff. So yeah, that makes it a lot easier for you. I definitely didn't have, full stretch of motorway until like <laughs> my return in a later chapter back to that area mm-hmm. i think yeah the monster energy license has run out now so it's now just a, a generic oh, energy drink yeah oh. but the ride amc with norman reedus ad is still in the shower so brilliant it is a mad game it is bonkers but this time that. i'm i'm in on it especially now that someone's like built it. the m1 for you so you can just drive down everywhere it's good helpful 
<laughs> yeah. No, I'm interested seeing, seeing what's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to finish it. I'm determined to. Because um, I can feel myself already kind of slightly going off the board on lawn mowing sim. Because guess, guess, uh, you never guess it. It's a little bit repetitive. Uh, what? Um, yeah, I know. I've got um, got a nice new strimmer though, so I might give that a whirl. Um, do you know what? Though, funny. I've got I've got a jet washer. I've got a lawnmower. I've got a strimmer. If you want to come around my house and I can put you to work, will I get like? <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you yeah. a little star you... or something at the end, like some achievos for uh, it. Give me to be honest, a bit of cash. like using jet wash, pressure washers stuff, does look pretty fun. It is great. And that's why Power Washing was so good. Seven out of ten. <laughs> I have actually revisited it recently because in the last month they've added Tomb Raider and Final Fantasy VII DLC to Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> so I just, I uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> it is rad. I was yeah cleaning uh, the Buster washing. Sword. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. I was I power washed uh, Seventh Heaven, the whole inside <laughs> oh, of the bar. Okay. It's actually quite good. And the um, what's it? The big Buster, um, the big mech, the big uh. What's oh yeah, yeah. Um, what the big uh, en- the first big enemy that you find? Yeah, the big, yeah. Uh, spider thingy, forgot. whatever it's called. Um, no, Scorpion in it. No, no, not the the Buster. Oh, this is gonna annoy me now. I know who you mean. I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all the uh, streaming listeners yeah. do as well. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. If you haven't played, uh, it's free DLC as well on Game Pass. If you, if you Generous. Got the time, yeah. Uh, Airbuster. Airbuster, that was it. Yeah, mm. that took a while. A lot of little, little nooks and crannies. Uh, anyway, let's go on to the crux of this episode. Uh, let's build some horror movies. If you haven't listened to one of these before, it's kind of like a draft format. We're going to take turns at picking from seven different categories we've got here to build our favorite horror movies from aspects of different horror movies the crucial part is if one cat if one film is taken for a category no one else can take something from that film in mm. any other category so you know when it's not a horror film but let's say from the dark knight if someone took the joker no one else could take anything from the dark knight for anything else but you know no one's gonna take that because it's not a horror film um <laughs> our categories are Hero slash final girl. You need you need that for a horror. Villain. And then separately, monster. Think of the monster as sort of, you know, villain or monster can be similar, but monster is kind of like a psychic or a non-human villain. Um, then a kill from any horror film. You can have it in your horror film. Any kill. A location, key to any horror film. I'm sure you agree. Mm-hmm. The music, also key to any horror film. And then, of course, Secret Source, bit of a wild card, anything you want. Um, I'm going to get the Wheel of Names up to see who goes first, because that is an important thing. Of course, we we do it in the snake fashion, so whoever goes third also goes fourth, etc. It goes back and forth to try and make it as fair as possible. Scary. It's it's just very, it's not scary, it's just very exciting, Jesse. It's very <laughs> exciting. Uh, right, different things, in, I'm putting in three names. I'm spinning the wheel. I'm spinning the wheel. I think I've explained the concept thoroughly. It mm-hmm. should be simple. Of course, you'll have to come up with a name for your film at the end of it. Oh, yeah, that's God. a tricky part, right? Because you can't really prep that. Because you have an idea in mind, but it might a spanner might be thrown in the works. So. Exactly. You don't want a spanner in your works. <laughs> Dale. And Jesse, we can't go for Gremlins 2 and even newer batch again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, if you listen to the live podcast, yeah. A fun little reference for you there. Dale, <laughs> it is you first. Oh. It is me second, and it is Jesse third. 
There you go. You guys get back-to-back picks. I don't mm. ever get a back-to-back pick. But there we go. So, so Dale, yeah. what are you going first? What was the most important thing you need? Well, are you going to think... try and build a comprehensively good film or are you going to try and build some madness? I've got an idea. I've got a little touch of madness, but I've got, like, <laughs> I've got some ideas. Um, but what I'm thinking, because I'm first up, I should really try and take a big player off the board in terms Ooh, of film. shit. Uh, and I'm just skimming through my choices now, seeing which one... Which film is going to be popular? Mm. <laughs> so we all have different tastes of horror, I think, and that's the interesting thing. Here. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna select Hero Final Girl. Mm, am I? I'm you just said it. It's locked in now, Dale. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I think your first choice for that may well be the first choice of mine. Okay, so I'm definitely gonna do it now. No, it oh, might not be. God. I might. Have, I might. Have, oh, it could be a great <laughs> bluff. It now. Uh, great bluff. And I'm gonna take Ripley. Oh, it was. <laughs> so yeah, I was. I was on the fence about someone else, and I kind of wanted someone else, but I also want to take Aliens off the board. I'm not. I'm alien. not. You're taking it, yeah, Alien. Um, yeah. yeah, I've got. You've got to agree because Aliens is an action film, whereas Alien is a horror film. Yeah. So no one can take Aliens. Are we agreeing on that? Uh, I would say Aliens is still a horror film, but nah, also film. I'm not got anything else for it. So okay. <laughs> Let's just say the Alien franchise is off the board now, okay? Okay. Because otherwise you could just do, I'm going to take yeah, Aliens from Alien take, Covenant. You know, Winona Ryder from Alien yeah. Resurrection. <laughs> okay, the Alien franchise is off the board. Ooh. Yeah, Ripley was my first choice, but do you know what? I have a good second and third choice yeah. though, so I'm not I'm not guy, but I Ripley mean, was going to be. She's the just ultimate. Great. Like just looking at the words, hero slash final girl. She's the ultimate one, mm. right? Because she's mm. she's there's there's two for me. Oh mate, she she is the ultimate in uh, just strength and um, determination, but also mm-hmm. like as a like great vulnerability to her as well. Like she's the perfect mm-hmm. final girl. Yeah, just has a great arc across the films as well. Well, now now I just need some clarification. It says hero slash final girl. So does the hero have to be a girl? No, no it could be it's basically the lead of your okay, film. Okay. Yeah. You know, a final girl is a trope from Jesse Yeah, Dillon yeah, films. absolutely. Yeah. Jesse's like, oh, I'm a, a woman. No, not in my <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> is that unbelievable, Jesse. Come on. Jesus Christ. Oh, I have to take Ripley off now. Um, I have to take Xenomorph off a monster, and I? Uh, I wasn't going to. That was my fourth choice. Honestly, looking go. at the rest of my films, I feel like I, I've got a free go here. You never know. I mean, you've got like, you've got yeah. you've got Ripley leading it. You've got a strong start there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so confident in my picks. I've only selected one film for each well, category. Most of yours are going to be 90s Japanese yeah, films. So uh, it'd be like 1974 <laughs> Japanese horror movie that you've never heard of. <laughs> I might deliberately take some things that you, I might just butcher your your plan uh, and ruin mine in the process. Right, it's me. I'm going like what I look for in horror films is vibe. That's the one. The thing for me is mood. Stop saying vibe. You said it so many times on this podcast. Vibe. It's all about the vibes in horror. I'm not a big. I I like slash films. Not you know massive fan. Like jump scare films. Yeah, not as big of me. It's all about the mood for me when it comes to a horror film. Like the tone, the creepiness. And if I want to set a tone, for me, location is key. And right. I want to take location number one. And to me, there is no better location for my horror film than the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. Oh, oh you fuck. I've just realised. <laughs> you just took The Shining off the board and I had a I great one I have taken The Shining that. off the board. Because that is, to me, the greatest horror film. Also, sorry to interrupt, but I really need to mention this while it's in my head. <laughs> that when you were talking about Vibe before, I really want to ask the listeners if someone can Photoshop... 
Cardi from like in the nineties in the hacienda, like off his head on ease, <laughs> and then just like the word vibe underneath it, and you like you know that meme of that little kid like dancing in the club. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. Do it yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm taking the Overlook Hotel. Just an incredible location. I'm so film. annoyed because my secret <laughs> sauce was perfect. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's gone now. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I can build out a good film in that location from the choices yeah. I have left. It's a great but, location, uh, yeah. It's just, you know, you haven't seen The Shining, watch The Shining. It is my favourite horror film. Um, it's, it's, it's one where, like, the location is, like, like a massive part of the horror. Exactly. It's the biggest, it's one of the biggest cliches you can ever say, and I refuse to ever write it in any review <laughs> I ever write. But it is a character in the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It what? is like it is a character. Well, the fact and that it's not like the way it's laid out is like not logistically possible exactly. and stuff. It's like it's it's a it's an unfamiliar but unsettling environment. I mean, depending know? on your reading of that film, it's the greatest haunted house that's ever existed. But yeah, <laughs> it's just a ridiculously iconic thing. Like how many? There must be like hundreds of games and films and TV shows that have stolen the carpet from that hotel. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, I'm taking the Overlook Hotel for my location. Jesse, you've got back to back picks now. You've got control. Hmm. Hmm. Where are you going? I'd like to go for my hero. I'm going to start off easy. Go on. And it's Father Damien Karras from The Exorcist. Um, Take it. You think he's the hero? Absolutely. In my story, he is. And it all <laughs> makes sense eventually. Okay, um, fair just, enough. He's definitely not a final girl. So. No, that's true. I just like the idea of having a character whose only arsenal you know, of tools just consists of his... Faith. Yeah, his, his, his shaken <laughs> faith and a little wooden cross and some, you know, effective holy water. But he's not just a standard priest, though, because he's also got some brains on him. He's like a... He's a trained psychiatrist. He's trying to so say he's got, he's got, he's got some brains on dumb him. As priests. <laughs> Those priests are thick as shit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But I think it's a I think it's a good choice, and it yes, all makes sense. Yes, it's a good film, end. isn't it? Mm. But you you realise now your story needs to be very like religiously. Oh, it'd be it's just... so funny if there's no exorcism involved. It's like <laughs> yeah. exercising the predator. No, no, it's all it's, it's it's all it's all gonna connect, and it'll all make sense. As long as someone doesn't yeah. take your picks, mate. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I'm trying to think now. What can I do to disrupt this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But you have got another pick straight away, so you can. That's fine. Can I'm take the key. I'm going to go for my villain now, Ooh. and that, and now I'm pretty sure I'm safe. Uh, it's going to be Black Philip, the little Billy Goat from The Witch. Okay. <sighs> I was so close to putting Black Philip in as one of my things. I was like, but I was just like, where can I fit him in here? Yeah, but it'll... so he's your villain, not your monster. No, no, he's <laughs> he's he's my villain, and it's good because you know Black Philip. He's he's like the ruler of demons. He's an all around <laughs> evil fella. He's a tempter as well, mm-hmm. which is understandable since he's Satan. He's and the goat. Yeah, he's a goat. But oh my God. <laughs> I'm I'm imagining my film, and it's a little hint, you know, towards the plot, but it's sort of like a spir- spiritual who done it with Black Phillip being the least suspicious suspect. Is that a horror film, a who done it? It's a hot it's a spiritual horror who done it. There we go. <laughs> okay. You never really see so that. He's not, so he's not the villain and you don't find he's that villain until the end of the film then. Yes, but Kinda it's all like gonna make sense very <laughs> soon. Uh Good stuff. We're gonna. I'm, by the way, I'm gonna try my best. I don't know if these guys are to not spoil some films. Okay, uh, but there I'm you not. go. Um, <laughs> don't give a fuck. Th- those are two good picks, though. Neither of which I actually had. So I'm glad. But yeah, yeah. Same, I was yeah. thinking about. I was like, I did just. I was thinking, can I just add Black Philip as some secret sauce? 
because like, it's just funny to have a goat in there. Isn't it? But, <laughs> yeah, um, it's me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's next. See, I've got some that I feel like are important, but I don't feel like someone else is gonna take necessarily. Yeah, you gotta hold on to them. Yeah, there's some, there's a couple of big feel. Uh, see, there is. Uh, I'm worried, but I'm trying to think because Dale's next. Is he gonna take? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna leave that one. I'm gonna take my monster, not my <gasps> villain, my monster. Because this is a big one, so I know you two are both fans of. So I'm going to take the thing from the thing. Oh, okay. That's that's understandable. That's fine. What yeah, didn't even fine. consider it's it. Wasn't on my list either. So yeah, we're all didn't good. even. The good thing it. about the thing is, it could be anything. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I don't know what's that say about the thing. It's brilliant. <laughs> not the remake though. Well, it's not actually a remake, is it? Isn't it like well, a prequel? The seventies one. 70s? 80s? Well, no, the, they made one like in like, 2008, though. That's that a prequel. Leads, that leads up to it, yeah. Like, doesn't it end yeah. where the first one's... The actual yeah. one that you're thinking, the Kurt Russell one, is a remake mm, of the mm. original thing. So, yeah. There we go. Uh, a little bit of thing lore for you there. Um, <laughs> so you've got taken a thing a couple of... in The Shining. Oh, that's terrifying. The in thing the in the Overlook Hotel. Could yeah. be anything in there. Could oh. be either of those twins. Could be both of them. He is Jack Torrance. It's the thing. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I mean, I don't actually have Jack Torrance in there. I can't have him. <laughs> <No>, you can't. <laughs> so far, I've just got the thing in the Overlook Hotel, but I'm setting up a creepy vibe, a really paranoia-led vibe, <laughs> an eerie vibe. That's what I'm you going do for. Love those Big vibes. Films. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm all about creepy, slow horror. Vibes. That's what I like. Exactly. Anything, yeah, paranoia-led or kind of like religious horror-led or mm. pagan-led. That's what I'm into. That's the stuff that gets me. Yeah. Anyway, there you've got two picks. Ooh, two. That's a lot. Now I'm starting to worry because there's uh, there's some here I want. Uh, I mean, honestly, I look through all of my ones I've got written down. I was like, I want all of these. I want both of them. <laughs> the problem is with a couple of those picks, I've snooked myself. I know you left myself one option in a couple of categories here, yeah. so I'm hoping no one. I'm definitely going to leave a kill for now and maybe location for now because I feel like I'll get them. <laughs> uh, hmm. He's going to get his kill. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we kind of had a chat about this yesterday because I said um, monster, villain, surely that's the same thing most nah. of the time. And you said, oh, no, you want to separate them. But for me, I'm going to do both of these now because I want a villain, okay. but I want the monster to be like, their motivating factor, the the, the dread that that is that's you know, deep. Okay. That's what I'm going for anyway. So I'm going to say, I want. Oh, oh I really don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, right. No, I'm going to lock one in. I'm going to lock in it. the film Seven, and I'm going to say Kevin Spacey. Oh, we call in Seven a horror. That's interesting. Yes, but I'm it's also saying I'll it's not know. just the character. Of John Doe, it's Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! He's taking a turn. <laughs> he is a villain. Uh, <laughs> and um, but the uh, the monster, the thing that he that his motivating factor is Satanism in the form of procreation, like in Rosemary's Baby. Sorry, so your monster or the so the villain or the, sorry, sorry, what the monster is? Satanism. So Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey <laughs> is a Satanism is a Satanist. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, trying to so get... So the monster our, is the devil, essentially. Yeah, and he's trying to get our hero 
pregnant with the devil. So you're spawn. picking the devil from Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> yeah. That's your not yeah. That would be the monster. Uh, oh, I don't know that what's makes going on here. Kevin Spacey is is like into Satanism, and he's he's, um, he's <laughs> is he? Yeah, <laughs> and, he's, <laughs> and he's uh and he's working with the devil and against the, his the final girl. Mate, he's going to be what? very. And she's like Rose, to this it's a Rosemary's Baby sort of situation. So so sorry sorry. So, so I can go by this. Is Satanism or Kevin Spacey the monster? Satanism is a monster. Is that what I'm saying? What? Like say the a, devil in monster. Or? It's a monster, okay. yeah, that we have to deal with. There isn't a monster in Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> yes, Satanism is the monster. The, okay. fact that the concept of Satanism yeah. is the monster. Okay, yes. okay. Jesus. We'll write that down. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby. Like, you've gone full problematic with a Polanski and a Spacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. What is more scary than that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wrote like despite, uh, yeah, Polanski is a, tr- a, a difficult one, isn't it? Because uh, Rosie's baby is. We're just talking about the. Yeah. We're talking about the fictional stories here, mate. Yeah. It's fine. Um, From Dale's cool. twisted mind. <laughs> and sorry, so we've got Ripley fighting against Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, but Ripley's not I like, feel like she, she has got win. She hasn't got weapons in this one. Like, you know, she, she likes Kevin Spacey at the start of the film. He's oh, no, Ripley. <laughs> and then he's lured her into this satanic cult. And there's a reason why. Because I, I feel like Ripley was a smart idea. Born of the devil. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> luckily, you've taken, surprisingly, taken nothing from my, oh. from my characters there. Um, right. There's ones I'm going to have to take here because I've only got one in there. Lord I'm just going to call Lord. this film Ripley's Baby. Oh, <laughs> I've snookered myself because I can't now have my hero slash final girl and my first choice. I was relying on getting Ripley and you got me. Yeah. So I'm now going to I'm gonna have to... I've got lots of options for villain. So <laughs> Putting gonna... the title in right now, Ripley's Baby. Locked in. <laughs> I've locked it in. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus I'm going to have to go for my hero slash final girl. So I only have one option now remaining. And I'm going Laurie Strode from Halloween. Ooh, okay. Who is, with me, tied with Ripley, the best like horror hero. Mm. Not only in the original Halloween, which we only just found out this morning, Dale, you've never seen, which is a disgrace. Is Honestly, insane. though, it's one of those films like, I haven't actually sat down and watched, but I feel like I've watched it. I've edited videos yeah. with clips from Halloween. I've seen right. enough of it. Oh, it's too good. Talk about vibe. Oh, yeah, vibe. <laughs> the vibe. Um, yeah, but not only in that original, where she's a completely different character, tell she's in the new ones, where she's just more of a Ripley character, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah, just incredible. It means I also get um, Jamie Lee Curtis, and you can never go wrong with that. So I've got Laurie Strode in the Overlook Hotel so far with the monster from the thing uh, doing something <laughs> i'm working out the rest as i go it does mean i can't have michael myers who was my first choice villain um i'm gonna have to go down the list but don't worry i've got a couple of good options there but so yeah so i've got that means i've got taking the thing the shining and halloween off the board nice. and, okay. does it get any better than that i'm not too sure but <laughs> jesse you do have double picks what are you taking from ringu oh don't worry there's actually surprisingly no J-horror. There's no J-horror? Really? Yeah. Even I have some. It's, like, it's all Korean. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go for my monster, which would be the winged monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. 
that's not a horror film. It is. It's terrifying. <laughs> you see what they do to to fucking Dorothy uh, and Toto. I mean, it is, a, it is. I suppose it's a horror scene in a exactly just like you know the boat scene in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Is, exactly, it's, it's scary. It's, it's pretty fucked up, and that's and that's what's scary about them. They've got the potential to obey commands in like an intelligent manner. They're capable of kidnapping, and they're pretty deadly as well when organized. Because oh, they, they actually you know? <laughs> no, because they absolutely fuck up the scarecrow, but they kidnap Dorothy and Toto as well. They're got, pretty I've, effective force. I've spotted a problem here, Jesse. Are they taking their orders from a goat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so a, a goat is giving orders to a monkey. I suppose. Like, is that is it less sense than a person talking to a monkey than a goat talking than another animal talking to a monkey? I, I mean, know. if you've seen the abilities of Black Philip from The Witch, then you know he that he's talk, capable of many a thing. Exactly. There we go. Would a monkey listen to a goat? I feel like the animal hierarchy there would be monkey. I mean, would a monkey a listen to a witch? It's like I'll wait. Probably. Yeah, because a witch has, I suppose, I was going to say supernatural powers, but I guess. Yeah, so does Black Philip. Ah, yeah, he's Satan himself. Yeah. It all makes sense. We've got a lot of Satanism now. going on here. Would thou like to fly deliciously? <laughs> That's the name of your film. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to go for my kill, uh, which Ooh, will be. With the kill. First kill. Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood. No, which I'm not taking there for Would that. be. <laughs> it's the sleeping bag kill. When Jason yeah. absolutely fucks someone up with a sleeping yeah. bag against a tree. I like it. And I've worked it out that... Yeah, how are the monkeys doing this? <laughs> I think... Black Philip doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, what I'm saying is that they're pretty strong. They can fly and hold people while they're doing it. And yeah. I feel like co- as a collective, the win- the winged monkeys would do just as good of a job as Mr. Voorhees. So... Have you got your... Sorry, I've lost track. Have you got your hero yet? If you just... Uh, kind yeah. of, if you look at the document, I've been writing them all in. Yes, oh, Damien Karras from The Exorcist. Yeah, okay. Okay, cool, yeah. I'm trying, just trying to work out what he's doing with the monkeys. Uh, but yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <how's> he... <laughs> what is he doing in there with the monkeys? <laughs> They'll all be explained soon enough. Look, he says he's I'm, exercising, I'm and I for one believe him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um... <laughs> Where are we at? <laughs> Uh, I think means, have you got another one, Jess? Oh no, you've taken both. Yeah, there, I've done. You? I've done my my winged monkeys. Uh, we now have to agree. Like we didn't really agree this before. Like if you take one film, like Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, does that mean all Friday the Thirteenth? I think are, so. Are gone. Yes. The franchise is. Gone. We did that okay. with Alien, right? So yeah, we I, do yeah. yeah, I'm not against that. Uh, cool. So I've got one. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to take it because I've only got one option for me. I'm going. I, I as people probably tell from my list, I haven't really gone mad. I've gone. I've gone classic. I've gone iconic. And is there a more iconic horror kill than the shower scene from Psycho? Mm, good shout. I'm having it. I did have Psycho um, down for a while, but it's gone. It now. works in the Overlook Hotel as well. The bathroom. You switch the, the bathroom scene to a shower scene. Mm. You've got it, it writes itself. Is the I thing mean, capable of oh wait, but we Well, I haven't picked main... my villain oh, yet. Oh yeah, that's true. I haven't picked that's my true. villain yet. Maybe there's a twist. Maybe it's not a knife they're using. <laughs> is that a massive twist <laughs> maybe, maybe a little tease there it would have worked perfect if I had Michael Myers because he, he loves a big knife he loves a bread knife uh, not bread knife yeah he doesn't use a like bread a, that's not very no, effective big, knife. big old uh, kitchen, kitchen knife, knife yeah it? there we go yeah. Um, but yeah I've kind of had to twist it slightly maybe my thing would be it's a twi- um, yeah someone in the hotel's getting uh, killed in the shower basically Uh <laughs> It does mean I can't have the psycho music, which was my first choice for music. Mm. But I've got a cracking backup. Don't don't you worry. Um, but I, I don't like that I don't have any 
double hits here because I'm having to wait horribly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dow, you've got a couple of picks. I have. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go. I think I might go for music. You know. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm oh, worried. Dear. Well, I don't um, think you'd pick it though. Dale's so, a musical man. He'll have a good what, choice. What can you clearly tell? What I've established in my theme is, is the Satanism, Wrongans. right? Is is the theme? So Wrong I think, so who Gary Glitter? It's a V. No. Uh, so Satanism is the theme. So I think what, <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah. What yeah. apart from uh, like maybe the music from Exorcist, the next one that comes to mind is the music from The Omen, specifically Fuck. the main film. Oh, no, Jesse's annoyed. Bastard. Will you iron up Damien? So to speak, that's Kevin Spade. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah, the music's called. I think it's called Ave Sant. Tini, I thought something like that. Satini, and that's the main. Fi- yeah, well, that's a that's a diff- arguably that's better the used than only fools and horses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually like the music they use in the X Factor and stuff as well. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, the actual Omen film. If you watch a clip of it, and I'm sure you'll play do a sound up of it, it's like it is. Haunting. Oh, you're sure, am I? Yes, okay. you will be doing this. <laughs> Yeah. So we're very much, we're very much on the satanic theme. Yeah. You, um, yeah, it's all coming together in a horrible way. But I'm going to pick location now. Mm. Ooh. Hmm. And I've got two Ooh. that I'm struggling with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go... Okay, yeah. I'm going to go for the white supremacist bar from Green. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good yeah it's a horrible place I yeah. wouldn't want to be I'm, I'm just imagining yeah. all the white supremacy there let's just substitute them they're all Satanists right like they, you know I mean yeah, yeah, not, the yeah. Well. not far removed yeah the the, the the Venn diagram is like you know there's a there's a, there's a connection there so. yeah they tend to be old, uh, I'm not going to go into it anyway <laughs> yeah. um, I've only that is one film that I do really really like yeah. I've only ever watched it once I don't know if I could ever watch it again like it is that intense. Like, yeah, it's 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 a lot, but it's, like, really it's not. A, it's one of those films. It's definitely not a laugh. <laughs> no, well, like, you can see from this not, film, I'm not making a comedy here. I don't even know if there is a moment of laughter in that film. Like it's one of those. It's just pure. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, but it's good. Oh, this is um, coming together, guys. <laughs> you're happy with you. Yeah, you're happy. I've got another pick. Right. Ah. Where do I go? I'm going to go with my music. Because as I said, I don't know if you heard this. My film's all about vibe. Fuck's sake. (laughs) Overlook Hotel. The shower scene. The thing wandering around. Laurie Strode looking worried. Uh, (laughs) worried. We need some good music. And I did want... I was eyeing up the psycho music, but I had to take the kill. So instead, maybe the best horror score of the past... 20 years? It follows. Oh. I can't remember the music. Oh, when you hear it, you'll remember it. Uh, from Disaster Piece, I believe. Um, just really eerie electronic 
beats. <laughs> just like kind of uh, just a score that kind of maybe doesn't stick out too much in the mind because it just is always there. It's just underlying the whole like just like bubbling the whole time in the film. But that is what I want as we're going around the Overlook Hotel wondering what the thing is. I want the music from It Follows because you know what? The thing, it follows you. You don't know and you don't know who it is. So yeah, there we go. I'll obviously play it. I've played a bit of that. You've probably heard it by now. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't watched it, follows. Very good film. Uh, so yeah, uh, up until then, I had a lot of classic films. Nothing before like 1985, really. Mm. But there we go. Something from the last ten years to spice mm. it up a bit. Um, are these your last two picks, Jesse? Oh no, you've got three left. So you've yeah. got two picks here, though. All right then, I'm going to go with location and. I really had to, uh, in, in order for this film to work in my head, I, I really had to dig through some old memory archives, you know. Um, and I recall the time quite a few Let's years ago. Let's call your brain the memory archives. Yeah, the memory archives. <laughs> but I remember, I remember back at university, I watched this film. And so it's like called, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's called... <laughs> it's so retro. I know. <laughs> it's called Zombies. So Zombies. Just okay. zombies. <laughs> I'm gonna copy and paste it. As in, like they're quick, or like it's a zoo. It's a zoo. Like, so a they're zoo. animal zombies. Well, as the title suggests, the film um, takes place entirely within a zoo overrun by zombie animals. Uh, it's a really, really. I mean, you've so done something amazing here. You have. <laughs> no, I've it just takes heard. place at a zoo. Okay, so oh, you just want a zoo? Then. Uh, you could, yeah, point, but I remember watching this film free on IMDb. Yeah, and it's available to watch for free on YouTube. So if you've got a few mates and an hour and a half to you know to what spare, then, then watch it. What have you I done? I mean, it, uh, the, uh, it makes sense, right? The goat and monkeys in the zoo, maybe. Exactly. I, I need. I needed. I needed a zoo setting. Who's camping and, out in a sleeping bag in the zoo? <laughs> You can have overnight stays at a zoo. It totally makes sense. Oh, so what's that? It was Damien Karras doing. Why is the exorcist at the zoo? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to spoil too much about the film, but it has an alien-like chestburster scene when a monkey comes out of someone's chest instead, and I think that's pretty solid. So mm-hmm. it's definitely worth kill? a watch. It's definitely worth a watch. But it's is all it coming together. Three point three on IMDb. I yeah, it's don't wicked, think mate. It's, worth all. it's wicked. Still, are you gonna? Would you rather watch Halloween, which you've never seen, or Zombies? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a tough one. <laughs> gonna lean Halloween, I'm afraid. Um, mm, I think I've got another one. Oh, uh, you do? Yeah, and my can't sec- wait for this. What yeah, was... yeah, it's all, it's all coming together. My secret sauce. Um, it's gonna be uh, Blair Witch. Um, and it's. I didn't even think of Blair Witch. It completely mm, lost yeah. my mind. And I'm taking from that film. The fact that my film is going to be entirely shot within found footage, oh, okay. um, right, found footage. and it's obviously like so, so the way I'm setting filming? up my so film. So is Damien filming this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and okay. it's all it's all it's based that, that you know, like, day trip to the zoo. <laughs> all goes wrong. <laughs> exactly. Like GoPro he, on his horns. <laughs> he wanted to record something nice for Reagan because she's having a bad time, so he went to Reagan. Doesn't exist in this, mate. She yeah. does. She does. It's okay. <laughs> but, you know, the Jesuit leaders want to send him to the zoo to investigate what's going on. And he, they need the entire thing recorded, obviously, because you need okay. proof. So okay. there we go. But okay. is he is he actually exercising? Like, is he, like... Well, I still don't, know what, I still don't know what the plot of this film is. So what? Is Black <laughs> Phillip is creating, like, minions out of monkeys? Yes. <laughs> In order to do what? <laughs> to do evil things. 
Satan works in mysterious ways, and he uses winged monkeys from The Wizard of Oz to do it, because they're a very effective workforce. So, does Damien okay. have to exercise the monkeys or the or the goat? Or is Black Philip like the harbinger? Yeah, he's the one orchestrating everything, but you're never going to suspect that because he's just a little billy goat until right at the very end. Uh, okay. He thought the monkeys okay. were the real enemies. So maybe fact, they, they suspect the like, yeah, like a big orangutan. They think it's like a monkey leader or something. <laughs> exactly. It's like a Planet of the Apes thing going on. It's the <laughs> elephant. Fact, it's the elephant. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a goat. Uh, cool. I mean, that is similar to the witch, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that is very similar to what happens. Um, okay, I've got... Uh, I've got one next, haven't I? And then mm-hmm. we've all got. Oh no, I've got. I've got two, two. left. So yeah, it comes back to me. Yeah, it's yeah, two yeah. And then yeah. We it's back. all worked out. It's all worked out. Okay, I've got one. I've got to go. I haven't got my villain yet, and he's still there. The big man, Mister Leatherface from the oh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Come on oh. down. So you got Leatherface um, and the thing got causing havoc in this place. <laughs> oh, it's up. good, isn't it? It's basically Dead by Daylight in my in my, um, my <laughs> film. I was close. There was another lad I had on the board here, which I'll reveal. As it was very close to being my other pick. Um, but I'm sticking classic. I'm going Leatherface. That's why I tease. It's not a knife in the shower anymore. Imagine oh. a big chainsaw coming through the shower curtain. Honestly, That's the, good, isn't it? this all like largely makes sense except for the thing aspect. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is just causing havoc. Like, he's just <laughs> pretending to be other things in the in the. It's kind of like uh, he's just playing a hidden object game in his own. <laughs> <It's> just, maybe <laughs> he's the doing thing, a prop hunt in the. <laughs> maybe the thing is the chainsaw. So Ooh. you know, uh, he turns oh, into a chainsaw, grim. and it can change into different weapons. I think the problem is the thing can only change into organic matter, so that wouldn't sure. really work. It's your film, but uh, it's your film, yeah, we'd work it out. <laughs> Make it your uh, dream. But yeah, Leatherface, come oh, on down. Uh, there we go. You've got your last two picks, though. Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to go for kill first because kill. my uh, secret source is. Uh, is uh, going to change your perception. <laughs> oh, it's going to change the whole It's world really not, view. it's really not. Uh, right, yeah, so the kill, the first kill that comes to mind, <laughs> one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in a film, and it's from Hostel. Uh, oh, no, it's, I know what this It's not even be. one, probably one of the worst ones in what people think is the worst one, but it's the one that really affected me the most, and it's where that girl has her eyeball hanging out because she's been tortured to death and then the I other mean, guy has to like, cut her eyeball. eyeball free. Yeah, yeah. Hostel's grim, isn't it? Have you seen part two? I don't know uh, what. Yes. It was back when I was like yeah. 16. I thought these were good it's ideas. Me- I think I watched it. that film when I was like 12. I don't remember I think any part, of it. Is part two the one that has the grim one where it's basically the girl like, basically like the his- bath of blood? Yes, yeah, she's uh, someone's above her and she's slicing them and blood's yeah. on top of oh, her. Just well. yeah. grim. Um, yeah, the eyeball thing is. Just, I've had a uh, weird yeah, thing I don't about need the, eye, eye the eyeball violence. is what sticks out most in the first one to me. I never need to watch those again. And I feel like it's the sort of thing that you know, a satanic cult. If someone was in there and causing havoc, it's a sort of like demented thing they might do, like torture somebody by pulling out their eye and stuff. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm trying eyeball removal is what I'm going to call it uh, from what, Hostel. Uh, yeah, and the last thing. So I'm gonna. Lay the groundwork here. So my hero is Ripley, uh, mm-hmm. but the villain is Kevin Spacey, who <laughs> is who is into Satanism <sighs> and wants to impregnate her with the spawn of the devil. And it all Jesus takes place Christ. in the white supremacist bar from Green Room, and the music is from The Omen. And my secret source <laughs> is 
from the film Ready or Not, this all takes place on the evening of their wedding. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a fantastic uh, venue. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, yeah, it's a crappy venue. And then, but little does she know, little does Ripley know what's in store for her when she gets to the after party. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Christ Ripley. <laughs> well, cr- not Christ, Satan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> sounds great to me. I mean, it sounds, yeah, sounds horrible. I suppose called, that's what a horror film's meant to be. And sounds it's called horrible. Ripley's Baby. There we I go. need to think of what mine is. It's called. <laughs> uh, right, that's my pick, isn't it? I've got my last one. I've got so many. I've got like four different options for my secret source here. So I'm going to lay the ground. I've got the Overlook Hotel where Laurie Stroud is staying. Unbeknownst to her, Leatherface and the Thing also staying. <laughs> <Too well>. uh, <laughs> uh, don't take any showers in this hotel because you will get chainsawed. Um, and it follows music. It's pumping through the uh, speakers, the tannoy system of the whole hotel. Um, my secrets, I've got so many. I don't know which way to go with this. What's your favourite sauce? Tell us. Uh, ketchup. Buffalo. Um, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, I do like a, a chipotle mayo, actually. <laughs> anyway. Is that a condiment or a sauce, though? <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, I've got so many different options here. I don't know which way to go. you got to pick one. Which suits it more? Do I need... What do I need? Is I there one way you can take a film that you might screw over Jesse's music choice? <laughs> There's no way you choose that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do a late twist. I had three options down. I'm going rogue. I'm taking something from a different category because it hasn't gone. Inside all the different rooms of this hotel, a lot of them aren't hotel rooms. They are, in fact, jigsaw traps from Saw. (laughs) (laughs) Why would anyone ever go to this hotel? Well, little did they know (laughs) before they walked in. Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm going for. I had so many different other things to pick. but. Does that I'm mean so close to picking my villains. Is just, sorry? <laughs> is Jigsaw running the hotel? No, is, is Leatherface running the hotel? Like, is he like, uh, trying to be an upstanding businessman I don't think he has the now? mental capacity to run a business. <laughs> oh, you honest. can't have it that Jigsaw's running the hotel, because then you've got Jigsaw, Leatherface, and the thing in hotel. <laughs> it is dead by daylight. It's my secret <laughs> source, mate. He's running... He, done, he runs the hotel, he renovates the room, uh, and then Does basically work? one of the traps is just you're stuck in a room with... Leatherface, get out. <laughs> that, That's that, easy. Is the, that is the trap. <laughs> Yours is uh, like if a five year old wrote a horror movie. I want everyone. <laughs> but also had a deep knowledge of classic horror cinema. <laughs> but, exactly. um, I want all the villains in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was so close. Like, I'll. I'll, I'll I was so close to just picking the birds and having the birds from the birds <laughs> flying around. The- <laughs> I mean, that would have been good. Um, that could I'll have been the reason your- why someone goes into the hotel because the birds outside are out of control and they have to find somewhere to hide and they end up at the hotel. Yeah. Could have been. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll think of a name for this film in a minute but, and then go through. At the end, I'll go through because I don't want to give anyone any ideas from, from some secret source. But Jesse, got your last pick. What, what's your music going to be? Yeah, I was going to go for the Omen, but it's understandable for it to be taken. So I'm just going to go for the Jaws thing. Oh, I had that as a backup. It's not a horror film. Yeah, it is. is. No, it isn't. It's a it thrill. Oh, nah. I hate this debate. If he it's can have Wizard of film. Oz, he can have Jaws. Exactly. He shouldn't have Wizard of Oz. He shouldn't have Seven. <laughs> but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to let, for the sake of not having this argument, I'm going to let it go. Otherwise, I would have had Jaws. I didn't even realise there was an argument, to be fair. 
Well, it's not a horror. It's not a horror film. To be fair, I haven't even watched all of Jaws. Oh, Sorry. for God's sake! <laughs> this just gets piss you worse. Off. And worse. <laughs> like I said, The Shine's my favorite horror film. If we're counting Jaws, then that's my favorite horror film. But it's not a horror film. It's a thriller. I don't care about this argument. I just chose it. <laughs> you haven't even seen it. I mean, but it is one of the scariest themes of all time. Yeah, it's just two notes. Okay, the yeah, the music is threatening. I'll accept. And I'll be terrifying with any animal, especially a little billy goat. (laughs) Especially, I've got goats and monkeys flying. (laughs) Come on, everyone! You got the jaws theme playing. Jesse, just call yours like Zootopia or something. (laughs) Yeah, just get all the kids in and just shock them. Yeah. Well, there we go. What's what's the name of your film, Jesse? Did we? What was it again? Zootopia two. Just didn't they make a Zootopia two? Zootopia three, <laughs> The Exorcism, or something, <laughs> or Living Deliciously, or The Dream Warriors. You wrote. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there you go. Zootopia three, The Dream Warriors. Solid film. Should we just check? There's not a Zootopia. 3? You haven't even got any Nightmare on Elm Street in your thing. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna go with serving two audiences. There is a Zootopia three. What? Like... How many Zoo... Zootopia three? Saving Judy. <laughs> I'm gonna go with comes out next year. The I'm Overlook Zootopia four. I'm... <laughs> I'm going with the Overlook Jigsaw Massacre. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. For my film, which is Laurie Strode somehow surviving the Overlook Hotel filled <laughs> with Leatherface the Thing and Jigsaw Traps. <laughs> Slightly derivative but- yours, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it works. It's, it's, do you know what it does have? A solid vibe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Of just pure dread. This is like Peep Show. It's just dread. Yeah. <laughs> what are, what are um, some of the things that didn't make the cut for everybody? Um, so I had... Like I said, the birds were a solid choice mm. for me. My secret source, I had a few options. Until the last second there, I was just going to put in the madness it, the madness of mother. Okay. Uh, just the pure religious allegorical mass. But it didn't fit what I had. I also just had the editing of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, <laughs> From a technical uh, <laughs> point of view. Or the ending of Wreck, which okay. is the single scariest thing I've ever seen in a film. Um but, I I was gutted that you took The Shining because my secret source, my number one secret source was an unexplained scene with a man dressed as a bear giving a dude a blowy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, what a scene. <laughs> Unfortunately, you didn't get to use it. Uh, maybe uh, Jigsaw and the Thing uh, do mm. that in my film. Oh, God. Jesse, uh, you didn't have any backups, did you? You were just... Nope. You, this was always was, your film. I was so confident that this would work, but then you chose The Omen. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> Also, I was the, very only, close. the only thing he had to change was the jaws. He had to add jaws. Yeah, and that like. just came to my head now. So yeah. fine. I was very... Uh, if my backup, if the... Because th- I thought the thing might have got taken. I was going to have Samara from the ring or Ringu as my mm. monster. Just cause any TV in that hotel room, she could come out of. Mm. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah. It's almost like I should be... Oh, should I write a horror film? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Not based on this. But, <laughs> I'm but... just looking at my notes and I didn't really even put it in a section, but at one point I just wrote Brundlefly. I don't know if I'll do a poll for this on Twitter or anything. I'll see how busy I am. Uh, but you know, well, yeah, let us know what you think of this. It's good fun doing it anyway. I enjoyed it. I want movie good, posters good to be created for all of these. Like, oh, professional that's a lot of effort posters. for someone. <laughs> I, I'm I'll commission them. Do that. I've already asked them to put me in the Hacienda. I think that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, cool. From vibes to feedback. Um, <laughs> who's up first? Dale. We've got some IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. As always, people writing in about maybe games that they eventually grew to love or, you know, Weetabix. Mm. Uh, lots of different options available to you. What is the superior f- shape of donut? Let us know. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, um, it's no longer called feedback section. It's now called vibe check. So we're doing a week, week, <laughs> weekly vibe check. I'm not changing the email to IGN UK vibe check. <laughs> it would be a lot easier than the underscore. To just be vibe fair. check at IGN.com. I'm pretty sure it's not taken already. Should we just rename the IGN UK podcast to vibe check? It is a better name. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> have to table. We'll, we'll, we'll bring that to the wider group. I think Alex yeah. might have some thoughts. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll suggest it. Oh, he's what only on it once check? a year anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> You'll right. need to know. First up with a vibe check, it's oh, CJ God. from Code Mala, who uh, wrote our amazing music for the Endless Search. Which you wouldn't have heard this episode. <laughs> yeah. You ran over, on the feature. Uh, sorry, thank CJ. Thank you anyway. Uh, CJ says, evening, gents. Uh, last week you asked us what games we didn't like but eventually grew to love. Or something like that. I was listening while cooking. Fair enough. Uh, Cheers for paying attention. <laughs> uh, that's happened a few times with me, but the most recent is Tunic. I started. I thought you said game. it's happened to you. You've listened to podcasts whilst cooking. I thought you were still speaking. I was oh, like, no, I've no. listened to podcasts whilst <laughs> no, cooking. No, no. Yeah. He said that in, in brackets. He said that. Uh, I started that game. He's talking about Tunic. I started that mm-hmm. game three times before it clicked. The first couple of attempts were straight after I binged all the Souls games, and I'd play Jesus. for an hour or so and then put it aside. It feels like it was. It felt like it was a nice-looking Zelda clone with some subpar Souls-like mechanics, so it didn't excite me. (laughs) I kept hearing great things, though, especially from people comparing elements to my current all-time favourite game, Outer Wilds. Eventually, one night a month or so ago, I booted up for a third time and actually got into it. And I'm glad to say I did, as boy, does this game go places. (laughs) It's far from a Zelda clone. It has so many layers and deep secrets. The sense of discovery and, oh my god, I could do that or go there this entire time moments is indeed up there with the likes of Outer Wilds, Fez and The Witness. Hmm. This is a prime example of how great Game Pass is. If I had bought Tunic, I would have traded it after one attempt and never gone back. But the fact that it was always there, ready for me, to, ready for me, made me dip back in. Yeah. Uh, respect the sea and grave diggers. It's a good point. <laughs> I, I did the same thing with Tunic. I played like two hours and I was like, I'm not seeing what's so good about this, but I have heard since that, yeah, it does open up and reveal itself the longer you play. <laughs> and it's and deep secrets. It does, I think. I'd, um, but yeah, I think that is maybe one I need to revisit because I did dismiss it mm. too early. But um, yeah, I think we've, we've all we've all done it. I also think it's fine to dismiss. Games you don't have to play and move on. You don't yeah. like. I, I think sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves to like see what everyone else is seeing, and you know everyone's got their own tastes and opinions. Like if you, yeah, if I've you... done that recently with um, like the film Nope came out last year. Mm-hmm. Mm. I uh, watched it and was like. I was quite bored. I thought it was absolutely fine. Yeah. It's a mediocre film. Beautifully shot, but like, I was quite bored. But mm-hmm. then like a lot of people, like film like critics, film writers that I follow and genuinely agree with were like, This is a masterpiece, this is the best film of the year. That's not like comparing it to Spielberg. <laughs> and I was like, I must be missing something. So I do feel like I know like the whole point is opinion's different. I do want to rewatch it to see like what am I missing here? But I do feel like just, just, it's not for me. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it? I, I do want to revisit. 
it's easier with films and it? it's two hours yeah mm-hmm. it's not 30 hours of game or whatever but yeah who's next with a vibe check alex mcmillan from hong kong Ooh. uh he says i'm shocked nay shocked Exclamation mark and capital letters there. That in your breakfast discussion, you didn't touch on oat milk as an option to go with your cereal. (laughs) Shocked. Shocked. It tastes lighter than milk to me. It fortifies with your necessary minerals and is more environmentally friendly. As for Weetabix, I've recently taken to topping my two biscuits with blackstrap molasses. (laughs) Blackstrap molasses sounds like a Kojima villain. We or didn't something. talk about. Yeah, I'm having, I feel like I've already read this. We didn't read this last week. I wasn't no, even on last week, was I? I don't know. Someone in the family bought the molasses for baking, but I've developed a taste for it. It's like human meat. <laughs> Fucking zombie. <laughs> uh, if, you, if, you, uh, if you pour, say, a tablespoon over the, does anyone have molasses lying around? No, I don't, I don't even know what it is. I, I think I look it up. It. <laughs> Sugar. Um, right. All right. <laughs> they absorb the molasses, which has a slightly bitter but pleasant taste. Oh, it's a good gross. source of magnesium, manganese, potassium, iron, and vitamin B six. Someone read the Wikipedia <laughs> on molasses. <laughs> Because molasses is made by boiling sugarcane juice and then removing the sugar crystals is more nutrient-dense and lower on the glycemic index than Jesus sugar. We're learning a lot here. Oh, I love to think about all this stuff when I'm having my breakfast in the morning. <laughs> it's I've tried the various mm, kinds of Weetabix. <laughs> I've tried the various kind of Weetabix, as well as Wheatbix, which is the Australian version, I believe. But since oh. I like the biscuits to retain some of their crispiness and not go soggy, I found the Waitrose version. They have Waitrose in Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a version called whole wheat biscuits, preferable. <laughs> As the lawyers will tell you, they may be shaped like Weetabix, look like Weetabix, taste like Weetabix, but are most definitely not Weetabix. Respect the seat, Alex from Hong Kong. I think oat milk um, tastes like I've cardboard. got a controversial mm-hmm. opinion. Over the years, I've, I've come to realise that the most superior form of Weetabix is the Weetabix Mini. Oh, yeah, 100%. The Without chop doubt. chip one, especially. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Normal wheat bix tastes like shit. No, what? It doesn't. <laughs> <It's> I mean, <laughs> it doesn't, but, you know, um, I'm not having my last time. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Um, oat milk, though, I'm, I just like a nice semi-skimmed on my yeah. cereal. Think, think almond milk tastes better than oat milk. There's one point mm. where he says it tastes lighter than milk to me, as if that's like I like my milk to be heavy. It's fine. Mm. It's got know. a good mouthfeel. The milk. Uh, <laughs> talking of like um, more nutri, like you know, environmentally friendly alternatives. This week. I went on an adventure. Uh, in our food delivery, we got sent a free gift, <gasps> which was vegan doner meat. Oh, which it's pea based, made out of peas. Um, I cooked up, used fry it in a frying pan for like five minutes to cook crisps up. It kind of didn't taste of anything. They just kind of like smothered it in like a curry sauce, I think, That's to make it try flavor. and taste of something. Yeah. It was just rubbery. It was fine. It, despite the packaging saying tastes. Better than the real thing. Oh, That's a lie. It's always a lie. It's never yeah. true. But it can be um, a fine substitute, but it's, it was it's never as good. If I'm slightly mm. helping the planet for a day, you know. Really? I made, I made a nice little pit of pocket. And you know, it made me feel better, you know, than if I just said, yeah, I had a donut pitter for lunch. Uh, that sounds grim. Vegan Donna Pier. Yeah. That sounds sophisticated. Saying Donna for lunch and then feel right across the board. Yeah, you there. shouldn't, yeah. you know. It's not a great <laughs> snack, is it? 
No, it does remind me of like, like fifteen and like you at my school. You could like you had school lunch till like you got to sixth form, I think, and you were allowed outside the school gates for lunch if you wanted to go get stuff. Um, when you're like fifteen, sixteen, and then everyone would just go to the fish and chip shop across the road and get like Donna rolls and chips. Yeah. It's like that's not what you should be having for lunch at school every day. <laughs> we'll uh, and then trying to play football for forty five minutes for the <laughs> Donna me. <laughs> oh, to be young again. <laughs> Uh, Those halcyon uh, Donna days. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Jesse, what we got yeah. last up? This is from Adam Wrigley. He says, Hi, all. Been listening for about 10 years, and I've realized Ooh. a lot of times the things I think I could write in and say are not that interesting. <laughs> Fair enough. But this one might be. It better be interesting. You've got a high bar here now. <laughs> My friends God laugh- knows what. I mean, if this is dull, God knows what you thought wasn't. <laughs> My friends laugh at me for having a weird obsession with Weatherspoon's pizzas. <laughs> I love them, despite Tim Martin being an arsehole. Once, <laughs> once I ate, I believe, two or four 11-inch pizzas with potentially one or two being the 8-inch ones instead. <laughs> that being said, I did go to a restaurant in New York with my dad, and together we could only finish the actual porterhouse steak We're in the meal we ordered, and not all the fries or salad. And my dad's quite a large 6'7 <laughs> man. I think they have a mild portion size issue over there. Thanks and respect the sea. I almost drowned by going on a rock far out to impress my friends at uni in Cornwall and was swept over and just managed to grab on the rock I was on. Adam. It's nice to have a drowning story. It's been a while. Mm. Um, I think that's far too many pizzas. I'm not going to say this wasn't worth sending in because I've enjoyed it. But surely you remembered if it was two or four pizzas. He says two to four, right? So, I don't yeah, think I've, like, I don't think I've ever had a meal where I've eaten a pizza, a whole pizza, and gone. I I'll need have another. another. <laughs> <laughs> have you never been like? So we've got a pizza oven at home, and we make like lots of pizzas, and you have bits of each. I'm not a Tory. Oh, mate. I mean, like if you if you like, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine Tories well known for their pizza oven. <laughs> it's fine to mix and match, but to to have like either two or four eleven inch yeah. pizzas. Yeah, why not three? It's, I think it said two to four. Too. Yeah, it says two to four. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I've ever had a Weatherspoons pizza. Like, I, mean, I haven't eaten in will... Weatherspoons for a long time, but I'd go if I don't. It'd be like the Curry Club or just like a mixed grill. Almost certainly, a Weatherspoons pizza is like an Asda frozen pizza that they've just bung in the oven for like five yeah. minutes as well. Probably. Yeah, there we go. Um, Good I don't vibe know where check. To... Yeah, it's... stop oh, saying it's not that, vibe man. <laughs> um, I don't know how to end this. <laughs> Send in your vibe checks to IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week. God knows. Um, Some new vibes. Who knows? Some stuff, probably. Uh, That sounds so old. I'll pick some music. We've already had a few bits of film music. We should pick something else. Do you know what? Because it was my first choice and I didn't get to pick it. Let's just have a bit of the psycho music because that is the greatest horror music, if you Mm. ask me. Goodbye. Goodbye.